What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. This is your pop culture week in review. I want to say thank you for listening. If you found us on the interwebs, check us out at the KF Podcast on all your social media needs. Mostly Facebook is where we're going to have a presence. But YouTube. You YouTube, Twitter, um, Instagram, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, Coming to TikTok. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Everyone else is out there. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Sorry, I ruined your intro by climbing air. Completely direct your train of thought. You're like, what? Let's, 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 <laughs> no, seriously, so, like, I, I've, tr- I've tried to, like, you know, once expand us to, like, Snapchat. I do I do Twitter, but I don't think anyone really pays attention to on Twitter. There's so much stuff out there. TikTok seems to be the way to go nowadays. Like, it's much easier to hashtag and get into, like, things that, like, people are – like, it seems like you get a lot more attention out there. And, you know, I've seen, like – What are you going to put on TikTok, though? You can do anything. Justin dancing? No. <laughs> no. A lot of misconception with TikTok is that it's dancing. And that's all it is because like that's what it's promoted as but like nothing on my page is people dancing like it's like a lot of people do pop culture stuff like that so you could take snippets of this and put it out there people follow that shit and watch that stuff you can people take clips of their youtube videos that they do and just snip it down to like a 30 second part of it and show that it's not dancing and like all that there's a lot more that's what tiktok was like the beginning of last year now it's just like a lot of people's favorite social media platform because it's like it's not like people's it's not facebook or like you know i don't know it's just fun there's still a lot of dancing out there well (laughs) with anything there's that out there but like you can you can go in and like if you follow enough stuff you can get it to a point where you don't have to see any of that nonsense yeah you know and if you can easily dislike a video and I, i just been noticing a lot of people doing stuff like like this, us talking here about like we're gonna talk about, you know, some MCU news or whatever it is. Like they just take snippets of that and put it out there, and you put the link to your YouTube or your podcast and say check it out, and it seems to work for people. So it's something I might try. As that's my job as social media director of this organization. You're not doing a very good job. <laughs> oh, I, I try. Just kidding. Because basically, when I come up with new ideas, I get. Ugh. <laughs> well, never mind. I, well, no, I'm not gonna. No, say it. Say it. Getting four followers here on that platform, four on that platform, and six on another. We've got to focus on one. Well, okay. <laughs> Just saying. Not trying to. All right. Well, like I say to my kids, never mind. Fuck that idea, then. No, to go for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do we got? What's everybody got going on today? Anything exciting? Anybody excited for? Well, the Super Bowl's next week, right? Yeah. Well, the seventh. Yeah. The seventh. This week, don't they have a virtual Pro Bowl? Yeah, they're playing yeah. on Madden. <laughs> they're all playing Madden. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, maybe I'm, I'm, I might actually <laughs> watch that. <laughs> And then they just start playing Minecraft. They shouldn't even play Madden. They should play, like, Mortal Kombat is what they should do instead, you know? So how do they do that? Everyone controls one person or something like that? 
Oh, I don't know what they're. I don't know if they're actually. I think it's that. just like an award kind of ceremony kind of thing this year. Okay. You know what I miss? They should come. They should do skills competitions. That's what it should be. Yeah. Where everyone in their home, whatever, is like, oh, we're gonna do some skills competitions, and you're in your like. You know, the couple Steelers are at their training facility, and they're like, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and uh, just have some skills competitions. I like that idea. I mean, like, if you stay within your team like you were before, yeah. and you like, hey, we, we, we completed this course in this time, now it's over to the Ravens, and then they do it. Or, you know what, you... You could pre-record that shit, like you know what yeah. I mean, and then have the day the day of like the the second rounds or whatever. But like mm-hmm. you know, if you're didn't win the first round and submit one that was a good you know something, I don't know. But I don't know what they're doing. Because the Pro Bowl game, let's be honest, it sucks. It sucks. It is. It's never been good. Had to change it the last couple of years where it was like Team Dion Sanders and Team mm-hmm. someone else, and it it wasn't just AFC NFC is whoever they picked. But no one really gives a shit about it. No, because nobody actually plays because nobody wants to get hurt. Yeah. Why well, was like they were like, oh, it's like a live action fantasy football. I'm like, no, it's not because no one cares. No one's. Yeah, and all the best hurt. players that are in the in the Super Bowl aren't there. And yeah. yeah. I think they should do it. They should either do it two ways. They need to do skills competition for the Pro Bowl, and then that AFC or NFC, whoever wins, wins the Pro Bowl. Like, you know for the skills competition or they should make it like rock and rock and jock on MTV where they make a weird, like goofy game of football, like flag football. They have celebrities and some football people and make it fun. So it just doesn't hold value. Like the, like the major league all-star game where like the outcome means something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they can't do that and you because can't do it mid season. Cause people would get hurt and, yeah. Remember, like back in the '80s, even then, with like the MLB All Star Game, like people were getting hurt because they, like, the National League hated the American League and vice versa, and they wanted yeah. to prove superiority. And then it just became a joke in the '90s, and then they tried to make it important again with the home field advantage. But still, I don't yeah. think they take it seriously. Well, and the NBA is the same way. I mean, it's it turned into LeBron James. With his team versus someone else, it's just a joke. They at least do the NBA weekend of the skills competition. I enjoy that mm-hmm. more. Slam dunk, yeah. the three point contest, stuff like that. The rookie game, you know, people trying to prove stuff. I liked the uh, the NHL situation, the All Star game, where it was like each division had a team. Mm-hmm. So like the first period was one team versus like team A versus team B. The yeah. second period was like. T- Team C versus Team D, and then the third period was the winner of those two get, like periods would play each other, and it's like three on three or something with a couple subs. So it's not a ton of people. It's just like mm-hmm. you know. So also games in general are just stupid. I feel like they were cool back in the day, but like that's just because we were young and thought it was cool to see everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's true. See different helmets and uniforms. Whatever division loses, one city out of that division gets destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> really raise the stakes. Raise the stakes. Like you better win because Pittsburgh's division loses. We're bombing Cincinnati, and, and, and it's gone. Then the next Cleveland. Then Yenzers would be like, "Tank the game, tank the game, <laughs> <laughs> tank on purpose." <laughs> oh, what fun! Fire up the weather dominator and take out a city. There you go. Justin, I love that you knew what the weather dominator is. I appreciate you. (laughs) 
Let's quit with Thundercats. You would have been like, fire up that weather machine from G.I. Joe. I would have came through this camera. And been like, don't you fucking say that on this show. You say it what it, is, what it really is. All right, let's get rid of this useless movie news. Yeah, let's get it over with. Um, news. Sorry, not movie news. Box office news. Box office shit week again. Eight point two oh. million. Uh, the Marksman made about two million. The Crude's New Age one point eight, and Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four one point six. Whoever oh. created the Crude's must love COVID because it's they, the <laughs> they still haven't made the money they would have though. Yeah, but they can go on record and be like longest in the top ten. Yeah, you, seriously. <laughs> Avengers Endgame, Titanic, The Crudes, A New Age. You'd be like, what? That's why is that up here? Oh, it was number one for eighteen weeks. Because there's nothing else out. It's true. It'll be in the record books with a little asterisk next to it. Twenty twenty record. Ken, wasn't there a topic we were talking about in the pre-show before we got on here? Do you want to talk about on here? What were we talking about? We were talking about trading cards and, like, the boom of the trading card industry. Is that like, really the, happening nowadays? Why is the trading card industry booming? Um, because of the uh, people are really wanting to grade their cards and stuff. Yeah. So um, for, like, the wrestling community, people finding, like, rare trading cards that are getting gem. Because Justin brought up that they found a, black, a gem mint Black Lotus sold for, what, half a million dollars? Five hundred and eleven thousand, yeah. And that's so, Magic Gathering, right? Yeah, it's a Magic the Gathering card from the core set. It's always been the most valuable card, you know. Um, and now that, like, I think that grading cards is more easily and uh, readily available, and more. Um, I don't know how to say it, but I feel like it's it's caused a big boom in the industry of all trading cards, like. Um, a podcast I listen to is talking about how wrestling cards are really going through the roof because, like, you can find Triple H and The Rock's rookie card, but it's not an actual trading card. It's Do you remember the people that collected baseball cards? Do you remember classic cards? Yeah. It was like classic was a brand, but they didn't buy them in a pack. Sometimes you could buy a board yeah, game. Yeah, a set. Yeah, and it was like in a board like game a that had, like, trivia. Usually. Yeah, they could have some, but it was like it was a game. It wasn't like an actual trading card. It was like a game to use the cards with, but they were also trading cards. It was weird. Well, whatever series the first Rock rookie card uh, is in, like there hasn't been any that's gem mint because it's a board game and people have been playing with it. But just to find one and get it graded, it's going for like seven hundred dollars from this board wow. game. Like the the Austin from it that's not actually his rookie card is going for that much. Like it's just crazy. Like this this all of a sudden people are. I, and I don't know if it's. I don't know if COVID is causing people to, that are staying in and like being a you know that are forced to quarantine is causing some nostalgia for some stuff. And I yeah, feel like, probably. Like, oh, like I can buy a pack of baseball cards online or a box and open them up and check them out. Like. And people are doing that, and these these cards are just were weird. Cards are going through the roof. Like there's a Sports Illustrated for kids that has the first first Tiger Woods card in it, and it can go for a ton of money because. But it's a per, one of those perforated tear cards, so you have to. I don't know how you get that graded because you almost have to take the whole cardboard out of the magazine. And that's the same way with a couple other cards that I've been hearing about. So it's 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 strange. That market's going to fall apart. 
in about three weeks. This isn't going to last. So if you have this stuff, I'd get rid of it now. Because it just sounds. Why do you crazy. think that? It's just too good to be true. I don't know if it's going to fall apart that quickly, but but I, here's the only reason I think it might not fall apart is the it's the the industry's booming based on finding good enough stuff to to get graded, kind of like the, how comic books have been. You know, you got to find a, a comic book that's in a short print run, like a variant, then you got to get graded a mint ten, and that's the ones that are like skyrocketing mm-hmm. and i feel like this is very much like that which is maybe causing people to come back around to the industry and i think tops has been good at what they're doing because it seems like they're doing like all right there's only 10 of this card made we're going to put the serial number on the back that's all it's made so yeah. if you get one of those 10 you get it graded boom shoots up in prices there's only 10 cards you got one of the only ones that are worth a grade but that's what people don't understand they'll find like an old played with Charizard card and they think it's worth hundreds of thousands of dollars not yeah. realizing that a reprint of a reprint and yeah. has been played with they saw on the internet that it's worth <laughs> it's so, so funny that- you say this because I just just yesterday like saying being home like you know my son's home so he's like not in school and he's doing the homeschool stuff and all that and just was like kind of bored while he was sitting there after school and just started going through his Pokemon cards. Next thing I know, 10 o'clock at night, he has them all spread out on his floor and he's reorganizing. He's like, I need some new binders. I need to get this. Oh, we got to get this. I was like, why are we into this all of a sudden? Like, I'm not going to buy. And then today he was like, did you get a chance to go to the store? Go get me all this stuff. I was like, no, I'm not running out to buy all this shit right now. One, it's snowing, so I'm not going anywhere. Two, you don't need it because you just all of a sudden got into it. It is. It's funny you brought that up because it's like, coming everywhere i just saw speaking of tiktok a few days ago uh a guy who like collects trading cards it came up on he was dancing with him it came up on one of my pages he ran into a target like real early in the morning and there was like these four target employees buying all these baseball and football cards Uh like as they just put them out on the shelf and he's like busted busted you work here and you're buying these he's like you shouldn't be buying that many and he's like What's your name? And he's filming him. The guy's like, get the fuck out of my face. And he's like, oh, yeah? Look in his bag. And he's looking in his bag. And he flips the camera around. He's like, these Walmart employees are stealing all these cards from the consumer because they're buying them all early in the morning. He's like, but I'm here to rat them out. So I'm like, wow, I didn't know cards were like a big thing nowadays. You know, so thanks for the up. I saw a thing. Go ahead, I'm just – that annoys me. Like – they fucking work it there. Like, what perks do you get working at Target? Right. Like, oh, fuck me. I got to buy, a, I, I get the first dibs on these packs of cards. Fuck you. Because when I worked at Target, we had these baseball and football collectors come in all the time. They would rub the packs. Did you ever see this, Brock, when you were working at Kmart or anything? Mm-hmm. And they're trying to feel for, like, the, 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 the cloth. The yeah. Yeah. Or, like, the, you know, there's jersey the heavier cards. heavier card. To, yeah. Yeah. So, feel, they're like, squeeze them so hard trying to feel the like crease in jersey and mat cards fuck off yeah. these people but i, I have two things i have two things with that i don't mind like if that's your benefit like you work at walgreens and a new marvel legends comes out you get first shot at it i'm fine with that what i don't like is a person that buys all the moon knights buys six moon knights and then puts them on ebay an exorbitant price and then the consumer can't get to them that's what's going on with target employees with the gi joe classifieds well, you know, they, put, the they put one box out 
they just buy the whole thing and then put them on eBay and sell, or give them to their friends and then sell the, the whole entire thing, and you can't get them then. Here's the thing. If they don't do it, the first guy who comes in is going to do it because that's all that happens with any of this stuff now, and that's yeah. what pisses me off. Yeah, it's true. I it's mean, all scalpers have, and speculators have ruined it. Someone yeah. posted in that in that chat we were in the other day, and when I commented on, they were like, "Look at this video of Toys R Us back in the '80s or '90s," and it's like stock shelves, and they're like, "Remember this?" But I thought to myself, like, if the internet existed back then and there was eBay, those shelves would all be empty. Mm-hmm. Like. Like, yeah, maybe back then it was like you could go into a toy store and there was all these toys everywhere, and it was, like, wonderful. But no one had the internet. No one was selling them on eBay or uh, Amazon or anything like that because there wasn't anything. Unless you had a flea market, maybe, but not a lot of people had that. Most people just yeah, went Even then, it was just people selling that stuff cheap, used. There wasn't – flea markets weren't a business then. It was just people – if you had technology, we would have went back in time and ruined that anyway. So yeah. people just stop. You can't buy anything. Cause yeah, I, even Lego now, because they're they're not being able to produce as much around the world because of different shutdowns in different countries. Because they have factories everywhere. But Running. So now Lego sets, people are doing the same thing with that. Now you used to be able to find any new Lego set. But now it's like flippers go in and you see them that day posted for three times the price on eBay and Amazon and stuff. If you want stuff, you got to go. You got to pre-order. But to me, pre-ordering takes away the whole fun of collecting anyway. It, it, to me, it's more fun to like actually go shopping and try to find. Where can it. you even pre-order stuff anymore? You can do Big Bad Toy Store for Legends and things like that. Yeah, you know? and you'll get it a year later than everybody else. <laughs> You get if if you some of these things if you want it you got to do that or you're not going to get it's anywhere true. near. Like know? I'm probably going to do that with the Masters of the Universe stuff that I haven't been able to find just because it's all there. Yeah. Hasbro pre-order sold out sells out very fast, so you got to get on that right away. And it's everything nowadays. Like yeah, so it's a, yeah, no matter what you're getting. Mindy was looking for a watch today. It's a watch that she liked when she was in high school. Saw it online, and this watch is re-releasing it. It's a sixty-dollar watch. Yeah. And it was online for maybe a couple minutes, and it was gone. And then I checked eBay; it's going for three times what it was. You know, you can buy it now for three times as much as it was online. Yeah. It's really just these people go. Isn't that illegal it. though? <laughs> it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, it's supposed to be, but it's not. not. Like it's, yeah. You know, it's, eBay makes that stuff Ill, that illegal. They get away with that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's almost like the stock market. Yeah. yeah. That could be a fun discussion today. Yeah. Well, are we doing that? Or are we going into news? I don't know if any of us know enough about it. I, I, could, I know I don't definitely know enough about it, but I just listen. <laughs> I, could, I can explain it if you guys want me to. Go Unless ahead. Justin, Give me a Justin, I thought Justin would be the one I've to been, explain I've, that. I've been reading a lot about it today. Uh, oh, go ahead. Justin, you do it then because you, you'll know more than me. Uh, all right. So um, this whole thing with, with GameStop, I'm assuming, is what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as everybody knows, GameStop, GameStop is a, is a brick-and-mortar video game reset, retailer, has oh. been um, – kind of from a from a stock perspective is has been on a downward trend over the last couple years um hit particularly hard in 2020 due to the pandemic um and their stock was was very low it was trading under ten dollars a share um 
I think down, I think it got as low about three weeks ago. I think it got as low as $4 a share. Um, well, there's a hedge fund, um, Melvin Capital, that um, has been uh, shorting uh, what's called shorting um, the GameStop stock to the tune of 140% of stock that was even available on the market. They bet they basically bet seven billion dollars that GameStop stock was going to drop below four dollars a share. Um, and so a group of redditors, uh, retail investors, um, got together and said, "We don't want to see this happen to GameStop because it'll put GameStop out of business." So they got together as a group and started basically creating memes and sharing out shit on Reddit and other social media outlets and got people to basically spend their stimulus check money to buy um, small amounts of, of GameStop stock. And it drove the price through the roof. The stock in a matter of like two or three weeks, the stock went from $4 a share to the high yesterday, I believe, was four hundred and seventy dollars a share. <laughs> um, so basically, what happens when when the hedge fund shorts the stock is, if the price goes below what their bet was, they make money. But if the stock goes up, they have to pay the difference of where they borrowed the stock at and sold it versus what they now have to buy the stock back at. Um, so this this company lost billions of dollars in a Aww. single day um and now that was that was yesterday and so the call their their short call comes in tomorrow i don't know what time tomorrow but the the call that they have to end the contract comes in tomorrow and today um the brokerage the online brokerage firm um robin this morning made the decision to stop allowing people to buy GameStop. Stop. That should be illegal. And it is. There's a class action lawsuit. Good. Well, and it goes deep. It goes way deeper than just Robin Hood deciding to do this because so to avoid going bankrupt yesterday, um, a company called uh, a, a company called Citadel and one other company um, bailed out this Melvin Capital Group. Uh, to the tune of $2.8 billion. Well, lo and behold, Citadel now has skin in the game because they bailed out Melvin. Citadel happens to basically own Robinhood. And they control every transaction that Robinhood makes goes through Citadel. So now... Uh, they shut him down. Robin Hood got him. Did he actually yep. phrase? He never phrases. Yep. Yeah, yep. It's, it's, it's the government. It's big <laughs> business. Oh, I'm... Yeah, you froze for the first time they ever. Down. Oh, wow. Robin Hood got you. Yeah, big business. Um, Wall Street yeah. trying to shut us down. Anyway, sorry. Long story short, Citadel controls Robin Hood. They shut down the buys. You were still allowed to sell your stock, but you couldn't buy new. And so what that did was it it crashed the it didn't crash it but it it drove the price down, um, and so at this point people are just like 
hanging on to their shares of GameStop until the call order comes in tomorrow and this Melvin Capital Group is forced to buy out at, at as high as they is as high as they can keep people connected to it um, to basically bankrupt. Right now, it's not an exercise in making money. It's an exercise in bankrupting this hedge fund and sending a message to Wall Street that we figured out the rules to your game. We beat you at it. And, you know, this is things have to change or you're going to lose tremendous amounts of money. Um, but it wasn't just GameStop. It was GameStop. It was BlackBerry. Um, AMC. AMC Entertainment. Um, actually, the funny thing now, about is AMC the- Entertainment, is that like the, the AMC TV theaters. channel? And- no, AMC Theaters. theaters. Oh, okay. And basically, because of this, AMC, they actually, last week, I believe, they issued new shares of stock and amc through this was actually able to fund themselves at least through 2021 so this little reddit thing where people saved were trying, theaters. it saved amc theaters where this hedge fund these hedge funds were trying to put them out of business to make money and this group of redditors basically funded amc for the next year wow but it's there's there's a lot of shady illegal shit that happened with the blocking of, of making purchases today. Um, I heard some things, some crazy stories later in the afternoon. Um, a guy here from local in Pittsburgh that I actually follow on Twitter, have followed him for years on Twitter. He was kind of in on this, had some GameStop stock through Robinhood. And late in the day today, he got a notification. Robinhood sold his shares of GameStop without his consent. And then I started looking around and seeing other people doing the same thing. And apparently there was a message that went out that this was being done um, for the investors' own good because the stock price was tanking. And so they were saying, these people don't know what they're doing, so we're taking control of their accounts to save them money. Um, and yeah, there's there's going to be some shit. When, when – you look on Twitter and people like AOC, um, Donald, Donald Trump Jr., Ted Cruz, um, Elon Musk, when all those people are together agreeing that you fucked up, you really fucked up. Mark mm-hmm. Cuban. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, 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 and it was funny because everyone's like, the one thing that united America wasn't was a new president. <laughs> that was Rob, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was Rob. It was, uh, it was GameStop. GameStop. So it's just crazy. Wow. It just shows that greed, you know, what greed does to people. Yeah. They're willing, they're breaking the law in broad daylight, and they're probably going to get away with it, let's be honest. Well, I mean, Robinhood was the same company that let people that were involved in the pre COVID, um, you know, management discussions let them sell their shocks, the stocks. And, and unload a bunch of and, and buy other stocks so that they can you know, make a windfall. Well, that was, I mean, that was straight up insider trading because that was oh, yeah. that shit. And when and and when did the, and what happened to the senders? Uh, Nothing. Robinhood has now gotten it has a one rating, and all the like Google reviews and all that stuff. People are tanking their rating and everything now. Well, I know that the state of New York has also a class action lawsuit against them. Uh, Good. Because so, uh, this is pathetic. You know, like these people use this system to 
hurt the little guy all the time, and then finally somebody's doing it in reverse, and then look at this, they just cheat. Yeah. And, and, and there will probably be legislation come out of this, which means, you know, it, it, it just goes to show you how one-sided government response to things is, mm-hmm. where, you know, people yeah. have been waiting nine months to be to get some kind of money to help them survive when their business was closed or when they lost their job but now a group of people come through and screw a group of billionaires and now all of a sudden boom there's going to be legislation to Mm -hmm. try and combat this somehow yep now i don't know that for a fact we'll see what happens um but that's the likely scenario and it's pretty fucked up Mm -hmm. so much for a free market huh yeah and and i i don't I don't just want to pick on Robin Hood and not mention the other ones who also did the same thing after Robin Hood did it. Um, E-Trade also blocked shares. TD Ameritrade blocked blocked purchases. Um, oh, there were two others as well. But, I mean, like, E-Trade and TD Ameritrade are, like, big name, like, old school. And, and mm-hmm. they were doing the same thing. So, they were the first ones. Yeah. and first accessible brokerage like on the internet and all that yeah and i mean i've been looking to get into doing some small trades here and there and td ameritrade was one that i was looking at joining and that they i won't put my money in there now so yeah but i'm just hoping that the price stays up um and uh this stupid hedge fund goes out of business as of right now, the end of the closing day, um, GameStop closed at 193. Um, so that's still $190 per share over their over their call. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also heard too that that some brokerages are allowed to buy and sell before and after the trading bell. So yep. that also drove down the price. But once tomorrow starts. Um, and free trading begins again. They could, you could see the price shoot back up. Hopefully, hopefully. All right. So, uh, the Croods was number one at the box office. <laughs> Don's doing a book report on his computer. Right no, now. He, he's he's buying GameStop shares right now. <laughs> uh, so back into movie news. He's getting EB um, games. Our headline topic this week was finally getting to see the full trailer for Conger versus Godzilla. Uh, has everybody seen this? Yes. Uh, no. I did not see it. But we can talk about it, and I'll watch it here in silence while we're talking about it. So go <laughs> on. Um, in my opinion, it is a pretty epic trailer. Um, I... I liked I've liked both Godzilla movies. I thought um, the last one was was not what I wanted, um, but it was it was still relatively entertaining despite some some flaws. It, but I wasn't super I wasn't super excited about this one because I figured it was just going to follow the formula of of the second movie. But this trailer completely switched me around, and um, I'm really excited for this again. I have a feeling we saw all the best parts in the trailer. Oh, sorry. I I was I started working on something else. I thought you guys were still talking about the other thing. What are we talking about now? What, what we moved? It. To? He he <laughs> muted us. 
<laughs> he did. He totally <laughs> muted us. He was TikToking. <laughs> I wasn't. I was working on this Royal Rumble sheet. Sorry. Can I say? Can I say? In all the things that I've done on this podcast, I've never muted you guys. I didn't mute you. <laughs> I could hear you. I just wasn't. I just was zoning in on something else wow. while I had an opportunity. So, he was TikToking. How's anyone else going to be interested in this podcast if you're not even interested in the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough to talk about that. I just sound stupid. So I just was letting you guys do your thing. You know a lot about it. It's all. Do you want me to just remain quiet, or do you want, me, or do you, or? No, we're talking about the Godzilla trailer. Well, let them get out making fun of me first for not listening. Go ahead, get it out of your systems, and then we can move on. We're done. Do our homework and watch this trailer. Sorry, I'm trying to get some fucking shit done because I got a lot to do this weekend, and I got, and I told you I'd get you this sheet out by the end of the fucking night, so I got to finish it. Because if I don't put these goddamn names in here, the people will go, I picked the news. He wasn't in the bottom. I didn't know I could pick him. So I have to make sure I put every fucking detail in here so you motherfuckers don't yell at me. <laughs> uh, I love the rant. Did All right. Godzilla and Kong. I watched this trailer. Uh, Justin, I agree with you. It looks good, but I need to remind you. So did King of Monsters look good uh, yeah. from a trailer aspect, and it was fucking shit. Um my view on this trailer, I think I agree with a little bit of Brock that you saw mo- uh, a little bit of it. But to me, this movie is Batman versus Superman. That's what I think they're su- setting up in this movie. I think the whole Kong versus Godzilla thing is like the first part of this movie. They're trying to trick you into like King Kong's going to kill Godzilla or vice versa. I don't buy it. I think what I think from watching it is. The beginning of the movie, they, uh, the trailer, they say, this is unlike Godzilla. He's killing cities. He's killing people. Because he's like the protector of Earth. He's nice. You know, he was saving humanity and saving the world. Now he's killing everybody. So I think the beginning of the movie is him killing everybody, him wiping out cities. I think that makes him go get Kong. Like from that island, they use a the little girl aspect to go get Kong. Him and Kong are going to have a few fights. And then you're going to realize that it's not really Godzilla. It's Mecha Godzilla. Like, I think he'll smash him with that hammer, and you'll see metal on the side of the mouth or whatever. I think it's probably Monarch or or the aliens or someone like that. Either that or he's mind-controlled, something of that nature. Yeah, and then that. and then you're going to um, have the two of them. He'll probably end up fighting a return Mechagedra or Ghidorah, however the hell you say it. And then the real Godzilla will come at the end to help Kong, and they'll team up at the end. There's no way they're fighting to the death the entire movie, and one's gonna die. It's not. It's not gonna happen. That's Mecha Godzilla or a fake Godzilla. I feel like that Godzilla is smaller because I don't think there's no way that Godzilla would just be able to fit on that aircraft carrier. They both are on the aircraft carrier, yeah, like, which is ridiculous. <laughs> and then they're like standing as tall as a building. Yeah. Like, since when can you fit two buildings on an aircraft carrier? Yeah, I feel like it's 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 the scale's a little off in some points. Yeah, and, and I think that maybe that Godzilla's just small. It's not the real one. It's something's wrong with him. It's something's toy. different. It's something it's, off. If you remember the end of remember the end of King of Monsters when they found the Ghidorah head that was chopped off, and Monarch like took the head. Remember yeah. that was like the cutscene. Yeah. So they're gonna mess with them somehow. They're the bad guys. They're gonna make them somehow. They're they're manipulating them and all that other shit, you know. It's, I don't uh, think you. Millie Bobby Brown, Bobby Brown. 
there's going to be a lot of little kid annoying shit in this movie, though. Millie Bobby Brown's in it. Godzilla's controlled by a tiny little girl that lives on the island with a Godzilla doll. That no, that's Kong. the only one. Kong. 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 A Kong doll that, like, he talks to. I mean, it looks cool, but hopefully we didn't see the only good action, and there's a lot more. So, yeah, on, your, on your story points, I'm a, I, I have a little bit of a different theory, but I, I think you're right. They're going to... They're going to team up. They're going to team up. It's Batman versus Superman. It's the same thing. Well, the meme is already out there where Kong is laying on his back and he saved Mothra. Yeah. And Godzilla says, why did you say that name? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's going to be the equivalent of that. Um, but I, the, so in the very first part of the trailer, like you said, when the city's getting destroyed, I actually – did I freeze again? No. Okay. We um, just quit listening to you. If you, <laughs> I actually slowed the trailer down to like 0.25 because somebody, because somebody pointed it out. The scene where they zoom in over the guy's shoulders, he's running away. You can see like lights. It looks like it. It looks like the eyes are glowing. So it's absolutely Mecha Godzilla at some point. But I think real Godzilla and Kong will fight in the beginning. Because Godzilla, I believe, is kind of woken up by this big, ridiculous monster titan destroying things. And he gets confused. Like, the humans think it's Godzilla, so they go get Kong. Yeah. Godzilla's coming to Godzilla's coming in, intercepts Kong because he thinks Kong's the threat. And they end up, when he's actually trying to go for the other Godzilla, and yeah, they're going to team up. But I think... <laughs> I think real Godzilla and real Kong will fight, but it'll I be think like, they'll have some. Yeah, but there's yeah, going to be. But it'll it'll be that Batman v Superman where they realize, oh wait a minute, we're not our we're not each other's enemy. It's this other guy. I also think there's going to be something of like Kong injures Godzilla and he goes away, and then like he'll make some kind of like the real Godzilla will make some kind of like return to help him, and you know. Well, that, that weapon. There's no way they're gonna kill off one or the other and be like, "Oh, well, we just don't have them anymore. We can't make any more future movies of it." You know. Um, that weapon that Kong is is wielding in that his scene, hammer. Well, it looks. People are speculating that he somehow breaks off one of Godzilla's spines, and he makes basically makes an axe out of one of the spines. I don't know. It just looked like he. It just looked like he. He had Stormbreaker or whatever. Well, but no. If you look at the again, if you slow down the trailer and look at the shape. Well, I didn't do just, that. It looks just like one of Godzilla's spines, and the fact that he can absorb the atomic blast with it gives yeah. gives that a little bit of credit because Godzilla's spines light up when he shoots his atomic. Breath. Yeah. I mean, I think in a fight, if Kong's the same size as Gorilla, he should, Gorilla as Godzilla, he should easily win. Yeah, yeah, as long as he can control the atomic breath. Yeah, if he can dodge it, which is kind of slow, and it takes forever to build it up, you shouldn't be able to. Because Kong was like smart, and he's like faster and moves quicker. Like he has longer a, arms. He's got the longer, reach advantage. Gorillas are like, how strong is a gorilla? It's like. 50 times like, stronger than, than a human being now times at the size of a building like you know it shouldn't even be really be a contest but you know Godzilla's Godzilla has a tail and he's, he's a walking nuclear plant true yeah Godzilla and all those movies before moved very slow yeah you know but also so. Godzilla can go underwater 
He can. Godzilla looks cooler. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Well, I mean, ideally, the two of them fighting a bunch of monsters side by side would be entertaining. You know, mm. if that's what he got to next. Just a scene of, of Godzilla getting up slowly, standing there, Kong turning around with the hammer in his hand. Here's what's really going to happen. This is going to be <laughs> like Batman. Batman moment. <laughs> You're going to have this this movie. Then the next movie, they're going to form like a super team. Uh, but they're not going to have the main bad guy in it. They're going to have a knockoff bad guy. And then they're, they're going to announce that the, this movie was, was a Snyder. There's a Snyder cut version of the longer four-hour version of the movie where they're all together uh, with a better villain. And it's going to go on and on. And it's going to be on HBO Max. And, no, wait. That's Justice League. Okay. Oh, man. And then there you go. All right. Let's get into some Marvel stuff. Um. So there's some rumors popping up that Disney is planning a kind of a soft reboot of the Punisher, uh, but they're going to keep they're planning to keep John Barenthal around. Um, it's it's probably not going to end up on Disney Plus um, just because of the the content, um, but uh, they they could get it on Hulu, so that'll work. Keeping John Barenthal around is a great idea. Don't replace him as the Punisher; he's great. I wish they would do a movie with him as the Punisher. That would be cool. Ken, you still like the Punisher. Would you go see a John Barenthal Punisher movie? I don't know if I might go see a movie, but I, I don't know. You will. Okay. I feel, like, I feel like the Punisher TV show, that there was a lot of filler in there. There like, was. You know, like I feel like that's why you could get right to the chase in a movie. He's figuring out who the bad guys are, and then he's gonna go kill all of them. That's basically what the Punisher does. Mm. Instead, there's like all this like he's hiding out and he's eating breakfast and the one thing, and just like it took a lot to get to where it was. You know what I mean? Anyone can respond to that. I don't care. <laughs> we no, lose. I agree. It it did. It 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 was it was a slow burn. There's only so much you can do with the Punisher to keep him interesting, too. The Pun- I, think it's- I think the Punisher works best as like a side character, like he shows mm-hmm. up in this, shows up in that, makes things interesting. Like him and Spider-Man would be good. Him and you know Cap, like him as a character that shows up in a Black Widow, you know that kind of stuff. I yeah. think that's where he works best. You know, I, I don't know if I would feel too, you know. I mean, but I, he had uh, a run of comic books that went a while, you know. He did. Yeah, but there's, it's all pretty repetitive, like. Yeah, it's a lot of the same stuff. Fighting drug dealers and gangsters and stuff. Yeah. How cool would it be in, a, in like a Hulu or a Disney Plus show that if he actually found the War Machine armor, like a, an old War Machine armor, did the whole painting it up and did that well, run? They, that run in a comic when he has the War Machine armor, he killed. Millions of people. I mean, he goes off in that armor. It's fantastic, though. I was just going to bring that up. There's fan art of him in the armor with the um, uh, that show that uh, Rhodey's doing. Um, Don uh, that Cheadle's going to do. What is it? The armor, armor wars. Armor wars. Yeah. yeah. Somebody took that like that show um, image, but put Barenthal in the armor. Um, it would be cool to get a Hulu series, but then have him show up on that wearing the armor too. <laughs> like halfway, he finds a war machine, an old war machine armor, and comes out going nuts in it. I would, 
personally, I'd like to see him in like some kind of scene where there's a, a prison break. And then you see like him come out and you're like, Oh shit, that's they, cause there's been scenes where he's been locked up and, you know, escaped and yeah, whatever. And you're like, Oh, and then you can kind of start helping the, the good guys. And it's like, Oh, he can't kill anybody. And he wants to, when he kills people during civil war, Captain America beats the shit out of him for yeah. doing it. <laughs> kills Jack Lantern. I think kicked him yep. out of the club. He's like, Oh yeah, I stopped him, but I killed him. <laughs> And gets beat up. That's cool. All right, what do we got next? Um, filming on the new Matt Reeves Batman movie is expected to wrap up in March, uh, so hopefully that's going to be on target and won't see too many more delays. Um, but that was all I had for DC. Not a whole lot going on in, in the DC yeah. world. I actually did not see a ton of Zack Snyder cut movie news this week. I wish the first week we mentioned it, we, we would have set a record if we didn't even bring it up. Well, you know we had to bring it up. Yeah. Um, moving on to Disney, uh, Luke Evans has been cast in Disney's live-action Pinocchio to star alongside Tom Hanks. Who the hell is Luke Evans? He's been in a ton of sh- – he's been in a couple of these Disney live-action remakes. He's going to play Pinocchio? No, I, I, they didn't say who he's playing. He's just in Jimmy the movie. Cricket. It's Tom Hanks uh, – Geppetto. I believe so, yes. I can't believe that we're at a point where we need a live-action Pinocchio movie. I mean, do That's we really... That's what they're doing now. They're making all of them live-action movies. Live action. It should be that his nose doesn't grow, but his wiener does. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you would hope would happen every time you lied. I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, but I always uh, tell the truth. Uh, <laughs> we can tell. I know. <laughs> Took him, my wife. <laughs> oh, God. All right, moving on. Um, <laughs> the uh, Indiana Jones 5 director, James Mangold, has hinted that the uh, upcoming uh, final sequel in the series will be taking place in the 60s. And part of the reason that it's taking so long is the de-aging technology. So I don't know if they're... Oh, they going to make you look younger? Yeah, they're going to make Harrison Ford look younger. Yeah, because the original Indiana Jones and all that was in the 40s during like World War II. Yeah, yeah. so he, he would be older, but not as old Kingdom as he is. The Crystal Skull was when? That was like 50s, right? Yeah. I still haven't seen that. Yeah, I missed anything. Yeah, that was like when 50s. They were doing the, yeah, I think because they were doing the, missile, the, the nuclear yeah. testing. They yeah. should have just had Shia LaBeouf take over. Old I think they were planning on Shia LaBeouf to take over, then he went nuts. Yeah, I think I, so too. I think at the time he was scheduled to be like the, his indie son and all that, then he went crazy and you know dropped out of the Transformer franchise, dropped out of that. Shia, Shia LaBeouf, he was the, the you know set to be like the next big huge thing, and then he just went nuts. He couldn't handle the success. Yeah. Transformers. And he was in art galleries, like, <laughs> threatening to kill himself or whatever he was doing. Maybe he'll make a comeback, because didn't he get all kinds of awards for some movie he made recently about himself? Maybe. He's going to make Holes Part 2 and then make a big comeback. Hey, Holes is a good movie. Holes is a good movie. He's going to make more Holes. Bigger Holes is what it's going to be called. <laughs> more Holes. All right, what's next? Uh, filming on Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is going to start in March. 
That movie did surprisingly well. I have not seen it. Has anybody seen it? No, I won't either, unless I fall asleep and wake up and it's on. <laughs> okay. Um, the anybody has anybody played the Borderlands games? Yes. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they are doing a there's a, a Borderlands movie in development, and apparently Kevin Hart has been cast as Soldier Roland. I have no idea who that is because I haven't played the video games. I don't it's remember. A, it's a first person shooter. He's just one of the characters you can choose at the beginning. I think he was more of the heavy weapons expert, but the okay. game isn't like anything. I don't remember the game being any any kind of like exceptional story that needs to be told on a big screen. It was more or less, hey, you gotta you have to hurry up and get to Pandora's vault and unlock it, and you got a bunch of stuff. It was it was. Well, video game movies never really do well at all. It, I don't see how it's gonna be successful. Other than Resident Evil, it was the only one that ever did well. So, the first Mortal Kombat did all right. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. This new Mortal Kombat's gonna win an Oscar. Yeah, it is. We got more video game news in here, don't we? Or a uh, movie video yeah. Tomb Raider. Movie. Yep. So Tomb game. Raider Two with Alicia Vikander is is gonna get it or. Her movie is going to get a sequel. Uh, they just added director Misha Green, um, who was one of the creators on the HBO Max Lovecraft Country show. Um, I've never seen this new Tomb Raider. never saw it. I watched it. It was okay. Adam Nagorski thinks it's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so I'll check it out one of these days. And then there were, uh, I think, Benedict Cumberbatch. You didn't let me down, Don. The only reason I put this news in there is because I enjoy listening to hear you listening to you say his name. I'm right. Yes, you actually did say it, Nate. Right. Ken always calls him Benedict Cumberbuns, which throws me off when he says that. (laughs) What a jerk. But anyway, he's going to be starring in a new uh, Cold War era spy thriller movie called The Courier. Um, So I like spy movies, so I'll check it out. I think it'll be fun. I like him, so I'll watch it. All right. Um, moving into TV news, back on Netflix, um, there is a a new Kong uh, Skull Island show in development at Netflix that will, be, that will be following a group of uh, shipwrecked characters. So I'm guessing these. The, I'm guessing that this show will be set in between the time of Kong Skull Island and Godzilla. Yeah. Vietnam War Island. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, with a giant monkey. It'll yep. show Kong growing up, I'm assuming, and all the other. Uh, they say what it's gonna be. It's gonna be lost. It's gonna be lost, but on Skull Island, all kind of mysteries and weirdness of the island. Yes. Yeah. I like Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Huh. Dumb. Uh, Neil Gaiman's Sandman show has finally announced its its cast. Uh, and there's some pretty big names on the list. Uh, Charles Dance, who played Tywin Lannister. Um, Gwendolyn Christie, uh, who we know as Brienne of Tarth and Captain Phasma. And okay. Boyd Holbrook, who played Donald Pierce in Logan, uh, has also been cast. Is this um, live action or an animated? I don't know. Okay. I think thought originally and i couldn't find anything about it today when i was doing the notes i thought originally it was going to be animated but 
the way they were talking about it today, it made me think that maybe it was going to be live action. So I don't yeah. know. All right. It's a good cast. I like all it, those. It is. I'm a little disappointed because. Oh no no no! I'm sorry. It's, that was the wrong character. I, I was thinking that because um, I listen. I told you guys I listened to the uh, the yeah. audio book performance of it, and they had Cat Dennings as Death. Yeah. And I thought she was perfect for it. And I was Cat thinking, Dennings is perfect for everything. <laughs> um, I was thinking that that was who they cast Gwendolyn Christie as, but it's not. She's playing Lucifer. Okay. Um, so, uh, and they didn't actually announce Death that I saw. They did. Um, did they? Pat Dennings no. is going to be, be in it. Um, they did not announced Death, and so, I don't. I don't. I never read Sandman, so I'm not sure what. I don't think Sandman. I don't think Death's in the original graphic novel of Sandman, which is probably why I, I think that she might come in a little later. I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, you just broke Justin's little heart. You did. Sorry. It's okay. He'll be okay. He'll be all right. Um. Anyway, what else we got? Uh, that's it for Netflix. Um, WandaVision. Everybody caught up? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, a little bit of spoiler talk, maybe. Uh, what'd, you guys th- what'd you guys think of the third episode? I loved it. Me too. Honestly, I really did. I, I'm. It's so intriguing. And, like, I love the way they're doing it. Like, the slowly getting into it, what's going on, really makes you think and, like, wonder who could be in it. You know, all these different aspects of it. I like the stuff they did with Monica Rambeau at the end where, like, she, like, kind of broke out of it and then Wanda kicked her right out of the world, whatever. And everything about it I thought was great. Much better than the first two. Uh, really good, really good. I like the way this show's going. It's 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 got It's got a unique style to it, which is cool. And I, I think I, yeah. I think they handled that reveal at the end. That was like timed perfectly, because to be honest, if they hadn't done that at the end, if they had just like kept going with the sitcom thing and just ended the episode, I don't think I would have liked it as much because it they they released that piece for me anyway. It was at the perfect moment of right when I'm about to be like, all right, when are we going to see some something that's cool? When are they going to give us one little hint to what's going on? And then they do it. And for me, that was it was perfect timing. Yeah. Which is probably why the first you got two episodes the week one was to kind of speed up the uh, the reveal. Because if you imagine going into week three and still having this kind of sitcom feel without any kind of tease of what's going on, it might have lost some people, I think. Well, and I think that's why they gave the press the first three episodes, not just the first two. Makes sense. So, because um, they didn't want them to come out and, you know. Yeah start doing reviews and be like, well, it's just a fucking sitcom. What, what are you doing here? Yeah. The, the press knew ahead of time what was coming at the end of the third episode. So, well, I think the people that like, if you've read comics and you know, Wanda, like, I think you would be able to get past, like, this isn't just a sitcom, like something very yeah. off is going on here, but maybe for people that don't know that, you know, are, I think are turning to a lot of their, Whatever nerd you know to, to clear that up. I've been asked by a lot of different people that aren't comic book fans that just know me and go, 
Me too. So this isn't like all real, right? Like this is like nuts. Like, and I'm like, yeah, something's going. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool though. Then yeah, that's exciting. I love the effect they did at the end whenever they revealed that Monica Rambeau is in the real world. They had the screen go from full frames and slowly gradually to widescreen and then the yep. HD. That, yeah. was that was really well done. Yeah. That's cool. I, I'm excited to see what they're doing with her. Like, is she working for S.W.O.R.D.? Like, does she have powers yet? Stuff like that. You know, that's all neat. Um, there's a lot of people that think that Mephisto has something to do with, like, what that he's, like, maybe in this Wanda world. I, I saw people that think that, uh, what's the name of the husband that um, the girl, the one lady always talks about? Carl or Bill? Oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever. She's always talking about her husband. Oh, I gotta get home to my husband. Like whatever his name is. Yeah, Bob. I think they. Call Bob. Him. Oh, Bob's gonna be upset. A lot of people think that uh, that's Mephisto. He's gonna reveal himself at the end to her. You know. That'd be cool. There's. I, I've seen some theories that every single person in there is a uh, a master of the mystical art. Is is a, a witch or whatever. Yeah. Um, that they're all gonna be revealed. I read an article today that. Um, the actress that plays um, the the blonde lady, um, I can't think of her name, but the the kind of the queen bee. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, her role had to be specifically approved by Kevin Feige, which is leading a lot of people to believe that she's going to have more going on in the future of the MCU. She's Agatha Harkness and stuff like well, that. No, 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 not her. The oh. other, the blonde the, lady, the, the, the younger blonde lady that leads the PTA. Oh, okay. They, yeah, so they're thinking that she's something. I actually got strong Emma Frost vibes from her, um, but I didn't know how that would play into everything, so I didn't really think too much about it. But I was like, yeah. oh, this could be. Well, she has mind control power. She could be inside Wanda's head trying to manipulate things. Maybe, because every time that they would try to do stuff in that episode, and she's like, it's for the children, and they're like, for the children. Yeah, and then like yeah. somebody, a voice came through the radio when she was there with her. Yeah. Like, Who's doing this to you, Wanda? Yeah. yeah. So that, that wouldn't be that far-fetched, honestly. Maybe it is. It'd be cool to bring Emma into that. They have, they have everyone they can use now, so. And Wanda's the perfect character to tie in with mutants. Yep. That's what I think too, especially if they say they're all tied into Strucker somehow with the watches and the other, you know, mm -hmm. miracles as they were called in the first, uh, you know, Avengers two. Is this how you introduce Magneto? A could lot of be. people think that that as well too. That could the be Mag her. What's her name's husband as well? Yeah, um, a lot of people think Magneto is going to show up to like do something or. Would it be great if Magneto's the one who pulled her out of this? If it's somebody who's put her into this, like, not a medically induced coma or something because they're afraid of her or something like that, if Magneto pulled her out, like, as her dad. I kind of feel it's going to be revealed that she did something. Something brought her to this where they had to, like, put her in this, like, induced coma or whatever. I think she did something. When she ended Endgame, she was fine. I mean, uh, she was in with the Avengers and known and well and everything. You know, they were all, it's not like she was like crazy after that. So, you know, I think well, there's. Apparently there was a cut scene, a cut scene at the end of Endgame that they filmed and they ended up, ha quote unquote, having to pull out where Wanda breaks into 
whatever facility, basically the morgue where Vision is, and she takes Vision out of the facility. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that's something that would have been cool to see. Yeah. I uh, I'm seeing. I've seen a few things pointing out that apparently the person you're seeing when they go back to like the studio and the person, the hands you're seeing and whatnot, that apparently that is Kat Denning's character, Darcy. Um, It's Mojo from from Thor. So I don't know how she fit into that, but her character did kind of disappear in Thor. So you got a you know, job maybe, working for sword. Yeah, yep. it would make sense because she was into astrology and all that stuff. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's that's what makes that's how you know that this show is well done because of all these things you can talk about. Awesome. You know what I mean? That That's what makes it so good because you're sitting around just speculating of all the areas you can go. To me, that's like classic MCU stuff. We kind of started getting away from that towards the end. And now I feel like this show's doing a good job of getting us back to where you can be like, what's going to happen? I really don't know, you know. So that's a good. All right, what's next? Um, there is a Monsters, Inc. spinoff show coming to Disney Plus called okay. Monsters at Work that is going to take place six months after the events of the original Monsters, Inc. movie. That'd be yeah. fun. Billy Crystal and everybody back to it? I hope so. Huh. I don't think they would do it if they couldn't. I, I, I agree. I yeah. Agree. Okay. What's Billy um, Crystal doing anyways? He could do seriously. <laughs> There's no yeah. basketball games to go to. Yeah. So, don't believe um, they're at those basketball games. <laughs> <laughs> they're just sitting in the boxes instead of down on the court. Right. Uh, Anthony Mackie has revealed um, in a recent interview that the new Phase 4 Captain America will absolutely be revealed to audiences by the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier. And when I read this, this makes me think that everyone thinks it's going to be Falcon Captain America, and I think they're going to twist you, and it's not. I, I, I think so, too. I, I think you're right. I don't think it's going to be Bucky, either. I think they're going to bring in somebody new. No, I don't think it's going to be Bucky either. I think it's going to be something completely it's off. Be John Walker. You know what I mean? And it's going to I come out and say both of those guys being Captain America throughout the series. Yeah. Either like Chris Evans comes back by the end or they introduce a new character. The way that they did Bucky in this, if you go back, like when I went back and watched like all of these movies last year again, they really did make Bucky sort of too unredeemable that you can't especially that he murdered iron man's parents and he did all these different Mm -hmm. things it's kind of hard for him to be captain america in these movies even though i would like to see it his captain america is way too gritty way too dark to be like a captain america for the mcu it just doesn't really yeah but he was under mind control he was he was but like all it would take for him to go back under mind control is a russian with a notebook yeah I mean, but I think I think Panther took care of that. They got that out of his head, all that stuff. But like, you know how it is there. They'll just be like, oh, he I, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like that's the path that they think's too obvious. My only fear here, and this is going to come out sounding bad, but here we go. Falcon we go. or Bucky, I am absolutely fine with either one of them being Captain America. It makes sense. They're both close to him. They're both fine there. I'm also OK if they introduce like. A U.S. agent, Captain America, and one of those guys. 
If Captain America turns out at the end it needs to be a female, I'm going to be really annoyed by this. And it's, it's Steve Rogers' daughter, Steve and Peggy's daughter from the past, and she's growing up now, and it's like this female version of it. I, 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 it's going to really... What if it's bad. Sharon Carter? I was just going to say that. What if it was Sharon Carter? I don't want Sharon Carter to be Captain America. Sorry. I mean, I know like I'm going to get a lot of shtick for this and a lot of slack, but it's not... I mean, no, I don't want... It. Sharon Carter died, and she was a, a thousand years old, so did Steve. No, that was Peggy Carter. Yeah, you did well, the idiot. Sharon yeah, Carter's alive and well. Yeah. Sharon Carter can be Sharon Carter. She's wasn't better. she Captain America in the comics for a little bit though? I think maybe everybody was Captain America at one point. Yeah, but so you should be okay with everyone being Captain America. <clears throat> you I should be Captain America. What would you think if they turned it in and they made a female Captain America at the end of it? What would you honestly, the three of you think? Depending on who it was, if it was a character that they just kind of shoehorned into it, I would be annoyed. But if it was somebody like a uh, Sharon Carter, wouldn't annoy me. Because she's already been established as a close character with him and all that stuff. For me, it just yeah, it depends on how they do it. If if it's shoehorned in and it's just something somebody that somebody appears and they're like, oh, you're the new Captain America, then yeah, yeah. I'd be annoyed. But if if it's established throughout the show and it's got precedent, then yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd be all right with it. It's gonna be it's gonna be. Peggy and, and uh, Steve's kid, and it's gonna be American Dream, like the uh, the M two universe that Ron yeah, more, pay, more paydays for Ron Fred. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Peggy and yeah. Steve's daughter. It's yeah. all grown. Okay. I'm trying to look. Yeah, Wyatt. So they've already cast Wyatt Russell as John Walker. Yeah. It's gonna be him. Um. Should have been John Cena. He's a younger. He's. I mean, he's. He's not young. He's. He's eighty six. But I mean, he could take over. He's. Eighty six. No, <laughs> he was born in eighty six. Oh. <laughs> it's not like you said he's, he's a younger dude. He's eighty six. He's eighty six. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they cast if they cast a new person like you, the guy John Walker's U.S. agent, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's I think if that's he's U.S. agent in the movie, and he's like, like here's what I think would be cool if he's U.S. agent and F Falcon and Bucky or whatever show uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. If he's U.S. agent, and then at the end, like he kind of like does good, and they decide to give him the shield because he's like reminds him of a young Steve. I'd be okay with John Walker, Captain America, in future movies going forward. If Evans doesn't want to do it, I think that'd be fine. You know, he was Cap for a while. He was Cap for quite some time, wasn't he? Yeah. And then when Cap came back, he still hung around as U.S. agent and had his own shield. Yep. That was back in the day where Cap, Iron Man, and Thor each had like a knockoff version of them that like yeah. were also Avengers. You had Thunderstrike, War Machine, and and uh, U.S. agent. They were like the B team of, of the core Avengers. <laughs> they were cool in their own right. They all did cool stuff. Yeah. All right. What do we got next, Justin? Um. So apparently, for the Hawkeye show coming up, Ivan and the tracksuit Draculas uh, have apparently been confirmed. Uh, they were on <laughs> what? I read comics. I don't even know what that means. So apparently, this was in a, like a Hawkeye solo run where right. he is. Um, He's living in this apartment building in this 
his landlord, this Ivan, if come to find out he's a member of like high end Russian mafia and he he they're they're, they're trying to sell this this building that he's living in out from under him and he takes on the Russian mafia and basically forces them to sell him the building. Um, and it's basically, it's Hawkeye versus the Russian mafia, but there's a set of characters in it. They call the tracksuit that he calls the tracksuit Draculas. And okay. apparently they're, they've been confirmed for the show. Hawkeye show will be fun with him and, and, uh, Kate Bishop in it. It'll be, it'll be entertaining. Yeah. He's good. Jeremy Renner's good. Uh, what's his Haley Seinfeld's Kate Bishop or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. Should be good. All right, next. Uh, so this next one I just kind of threw in here because I thought there were a couple funny stories about it. Um, y- you know, Brock, I think you and I think you started this on the podcast that they were going to that Lucasfilm was going to totally blow away the sequel trilogy. Yeah, and they were going to they were going to start over from scratch. And I've been from the beginning. I've been like, no, like, like it or not, the sequel trilogy is here to stay. It's not going to happen. Well, there's some rumors going around now that that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to blow away the sequel series and they're going to reboot it with three separate Disney plus series shows. And they're going to focus on um, Luke and Han and Leia. Um, It's rumored that um, Alden Einrich is going to come back and play the young Han Solo. Um, I don't know what they'll do about Carrie, uh, Carrie Fisher. Maybe they'll cast her daughter uh, to play the young Leia. Um, but uh, yeah, this is this is rumors that that actual publications are, are taking forward. The funniest thing to me about this, though, was the article Two are separate articles that I read today. The source was a YouTuber named Doom Cock. It just makes me laugh that legitimate publications have to say shit like that out loud and yeah. keep a straight face. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I totally agree. I think this is totally going to happen. There's so much money to be made in it. People hate those other three. Mm-hmm. And, they, and those things were so like, hey, we got the rights of Star Wars. Let's just start pumping those out. Now with the invention of Disney Plus and all the stuff they could do, how popular all these characters are in this new Mandalorian universe that they're building, people would love to see all those characters in movies. You have yep. you have you have a, a new number seven movie comes out and has Ahsoka in it and uh the Mandalorian guest stars in it, you know, and all these people are in it. Like they would love it. People would love it. A younger Han Solo, a younger Luke, you know, all these people are young and back again instead of like having to cast 75 year old Harrison Ford in a movie he didn't even really want to be in, you know, like it's time to put the nostalgia stuff away. Like these shows have proved that people love this shit. Like Mm -hmm. the Mandalorian shows a young Luke and all this other stuff. People go nuts over it, you know? So it, it, it has life. There's life there. Life. It'll do well. Yep. And they already made their money off the other ones. Yeah. What there's really nothing to lose by doing it, just making more money and making the fans happy. So yeah, 
the only the only thing I'm curious about is how they'll handle it. Um, whether they'll just shoot those off into Legends continuity, yeah, and and kind of ignore them, or you know how they'll handle it. Um, they I don't exist like, anymore. They're just movies you can go watch. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what they'll do. They'll just be like, uh, like you said, a Legends property. I mean, there are some people who enjoy them. They can watch them. They just don't tie into anything. It's just a what if story. Yeah. Why not? Were you going to say, Ken? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> Come on. Yes, you do. Um, I think they wrote in how they could change the, the storyline. Was it in Rebels and Clone Wars? I don't remember how that they decided that they could change to have someone go back and change time. That was in well, the Lego was, Christmas special. Yeah, I was going to say the Lego Christmas special. Ahsoka travels back in time. Or not Ahsoka, Ray um, mm. travels back in time. Because I feel like if you don't have Ray, there's like some key characters I think that need to be represented at some point in time. Yeah. That, you know, or if they put this in between, I don't know. Sure. I feel like most of the characters in the later ones are very easily forgettable. Not I mean, Ray. Ray was a cool ca- character, but like Finn and Poe and even, you know, what's his name? Ben Solo. They're very forgettable. They're not like years from now you're going to be like, oh, my God, I still love these characters. They're just not. I, I love Ben Solo. Yeah. <laughs> I love Kylo Ren. Yeah. He's the bee's knees. Kylo Ren doesn't have sitting sitting powers like staying powers like Vader does or any of these other characters. <laughs> And the second movie is so bad. Like, I don't know why. That's just be removed from the internet altogether and never shown again. It's so bad. It like takes place in real time too. It's... Yeah, it was uh, twenty four, but in outer space. Yeah, that's basically what it was. That was the when we walked out of that movie. We were like, that whole movie took place in twelve hours. Yeah. <laughs> and there was eight different planets they had to go to to pick to like. Yeah. It was like it was, it was like a like slow watching... speed chase. Yeah. <laughs> When they announced in that movie, they were like, you know, the ship's just going a little bit faster than us that we can't hit it with our blasters, but uh, we can't quite catch them, but they can't quite get away from us. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, step on the gas, you're in a Star Destroyer, and blow these people away. Like, what are you talking about? It's right, when all the, right when Kylo Ren's and all those TIE fighters, and they're whooping the ass of those ships, destroying them, and they're like, you got to pull back, you're too far out, we can't support you with our cannons. They don't need support. They're destroying <laughs> them. Just let them do what they do. Like, oh, damn it, i got to turn around. That movie was so dumb. Outer space bombs with gravity. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Well, they're magnetized. Well, if they're magnetized, as soon as they fall out, they'll come right back up and stick to your ship and kill you. <laughs> well, and the fact that that stupid that that one girl fell down that stair that ladder, and yeah. then the remote just happened to fall down. There's no in gravity their, in space. Yeah, in her hand, and oh god, it's so bad. But that little kid Remember, might have been force sensitive. Maybe. Remember, Poe Dameron did a Tie Fighter or a X-wing fighter air brake turn. Yeah, <laughs> right. The first five minutes of the movie, we were like, "Oh fuck, we're in trouble here. We're in trouble." When Leia got blown out the window, then like force pulled herself to the door. She went Super Saiyan in outer space. We were like, "What is happening here?" There was a lot. There was a lot of badness in the movie. A lot to unpack there. 
Yeah. All right, moving on to HBO Max. Um, they are. God, we're taking forever in this show. <laughs> we Actually, are because of our stock report. Been, we've only been recording for an hour and fifteen minutes. Oh, it's true. Oh, fuck. Jesus. Um, stuff. Classical so, segment. Shut up, Kevin. Um, <laughs> HBO Max is planning to add a cheaper. Um, ad-supported subscription tier later on in 2021 to try and maximize their user base. Um, right. I think this makes sense. It's kind of like yeah. Hulu. Yeah. You pay pay five bucks to watch shit with ads or yeah. fifteen bucks to watch it without. So that's cool. I'm good with that. Um, apparently, there is a possible Game of Thrones animated show in development at HBO Max. I'd watch that. That would be all right. I'd watch it, that. It depends on the style. If it's kind of, I don't want it to go like kitty animation. If they make it like anime <laughs> with some violence, I think it's like cool. Tiny Toons is what it's gonna look like. It'll be like yeah. Spawn. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I'd watch that. That way you can do that show on the cheaper side where you don't have to like worry about all these special effects and just make it animated, and they'll do more. Every episode will have more dragons in it, more stuff in it, you know. Yeah. I think it'll be good. Yep. Um, Justice League Dark is apparently still in development despite a lack of recent news, according to J.J. Abrams, who is producing the... the producing Fix the Justice film. League first before you do Justice League Dark. <laughs> it's already been fixed. They just have to figure out how they're going to release it. Four hours. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is apparently a Harry Potter spinoff show in early this. development at mm-hmm. HBO Max. Uh, not much is known about it at this time, but you watch um, that because you love that Harry Potter I, shit. Yeah, I'll absolutely watch this show. You love that Harry Potter shit. Um, and then actor <laughs> Jay, uh, actor Jay Lycurgo, uh, has been cast for Titans season three as the new Tim Drake Robin. Um, the I interesting know been in because he has like no IMDb page. Except you're you're right. He's he's pretty new, but he is the first actor that will cross over between the new Robert Pattinson Batman and this Titan show. What? What are you he, talking about? He is already. He's one of the 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 makeup uh, clown like henchmen in the that are that's featured in the trailer that was released for the new Robinson Pat Robert Pattinson Batman movie. Oh, so that's two different characters though. Yeah, it's two different characters, but yeah, he's, he's not playing but Robin. He's in, he's in both of them. What nationality is this kid? Uh mixed race from what I understand. I don't know any specific, but he's mixed race. He's got a good Tim Drake look with the hair and everything. You know, he's young. Yeah, he's okay. He'll do all right as Tim Drake. So apparently this will happen like as Jason Todd turns into Red Hood, he's going to take over as the new Robin and be Tim Drake. Okay. I mean, I like that show Titans. They haven't really let me down with casting yet on there. So I I have finally started season two I'm about halfway through season two, I think. So it's pretty good. Well, I mean, I'll take that back. They have let me down with casting on there when they casted that idiot from Game of Thrones as Bruce Wayne. He looks like he's 100 years old. That's the worst <laughs> casting ever. That, he's terrible as Batman. I don't know why that guy's Batman. Well, he's, he's definitely not a currently working Batman. He can't be. Because, um, yeah, yeah, he looks like he's 100 years old. So Yeah. What's his uh, name in Game of Thrones? Uh, he's the, the stone man. I can't remember his name. Yeah, old stone face or whatever his name is. Um, Lavar, la, 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 uh, shit. 
Oh, I thought he I had was it. Daenerys's guy, like bodyguard. He was in love with her. Lo- yeah. 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 Jermaine. Yeah, whatever. He sucks as Bruce Wayne. Um, moving on to Amazon Prime. Uh, Invincible sh- finally set its premiere date. Uh, we're going to get the first three hour-long episodes on March 26th, and then we'll get the following five episodes over the next five weeks. It's going to be eight episodes season one. That's good. Is there, like, swearing and stuff in this and violence? I'm guessing. they they uh, Kirkman has said it's going to be very much close to the comic, so... This will be I, good. I don't think there's a lot of swearing in the comic and stuff. It just gets kind of violent. And there's, like, sex and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, all that stuff is later on. Like, the first period, or the first period, the first, uh, um, first, like, graphic novels worth is, is pretty tame. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, except for, like, what his dad does to that, like, Avengers team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And cool. The, It'll be good. This is exciting. The Game of Thrones character is Jorah Mormont. That's right, Jorah Mormont. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't have any. I didn't really have any other news from other TV series. You guys have anything? Yeah. No, not really. All right. No I video game out. news. Ken, anything on the video game news? Um, no, nothing that I've seen. Uh, trying to think if there's anything. No, nothing's. Nothing's ringing a bell right now. All right. Uh, I actually have some toy news. Uh, Don and I uh, were excited about this. You're going to think it's stupid, but Funko has now signed a new licensing deal with New Metric Media, which includes the Crave comedy series Letterkenny. So we're going to get some Letterkenny Funko Pops, and I will pre-order every single one of them as soon as they come out. I'm surprised they haven't been out already. I mean, Funko does everything, so it doesn't really surprise me. My guess is it just took it taking off for them to reach out and try and get licensing rights. Yeah, that's cool. So, um, I had some toy news today. Um, Ken, I don't know if you saw, but I remember I was showed you that picture of the Super Seven Thunder Tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Super Seven's doing a Thunder Tank based off their Thundercats line. So I saw it and like it's huge, like you can fit all the Super Seven Thundercats in it. Guess what it retails for, Ken? Two hundred dollars. Four hundred and fifty dollars. It's worth it. Plus shipping. It ain't worth it. Sorry. Nothing. It's not worth that cost. It's totally worth it. It's it's awesome. It does look awesome. I mean, I don't know what it... I just saw a front view and a side view. I mean, it looks fucking great. It looks just like the... I mean, exactly like the Thunder Tank right out of the the cartoon. But, like, that's really expensive. It better drive on its own and light up and, like... I mean, that's really expensive for a plastic toy. I mean... That does look cool. It looks yeah. awesome. I mean, it's a Thunder Tank. It's like one of the coolest vehicles. Yeah, uh, you need it. You need you need two. One to keep in a box and one to open. That's right. My wife looked at it when I was like scrolling on on my phone, uh, and I said something about it. And she was like, "What's that? Just like a knockoff Star Wars vehicle?" I was like, "Get out! Get out!" <laughs> <laughs> I, you. I said, "That's the Thunder Tank." I said, it, "It rates high up on the list of things that are awesome." <laughs> It looked like a knockoff Star Wars vehicle. Yeah, I remember. I think I had this when in the 80s when it came out. This is the only Thunder Tank I can afford. 
It's this Matchbox car one. It's right here on my desk. <laughs> because the the one that came out in the '80s, it didn't actually have tracks. Yeah. It just, just had, had wheels. wheels underneath. Yeah. Yeah. It's still an awesome toy. The one from the 2011 show is a pretty nice Thunder Tank too. The greatest thing about the Thunder Tank is if you watch the old Thundercats show, Panthro builds this in like an hour out of scraps that fell from their ship, and yeah. it's beautiful. It's not like it's like this Mad Max, uh, Max uh, tank that he built. He's just like threw this thing together, and you're like, man, that's badass. It's got claws <laughs> and shit on it, like and teeth in the front. Like, how did you sculpt the teeth? You know, like it, it's such a great line when he's just like threw this together because it's rough out here, and you're like, man, that's the most badass vehicle I've ever seen. Throw me one of those together, Panthro. I know, and he's and the claws come out to take care of like boulders and shit. It was great. Pick up the the plane and they get they get inside it whenever it rains bricks and. Oh yeah. So good. It's a baby. It goes underwater. I mean, like there's like nothing the Thunder Tank can't do. It goes in the snow. <laughs> need a Thunder Need a Thunder Tank for today. Four hundred and fifty dollars for the Thunder Tank, and then the. Do you remember Ken? A little bit of Thundercats trivia. Justin, oh, I'm not. The, I'm not the Thundercats guy. It's the, what? It's Justin. What was the name of their uh, their spaceship they they used? They made it was like a, a jet they made after the Thunder Tank Panthro built it. I don't know. No idea. Really, no idea. It was called. I mean, it's all like puns and like close, <laughs> like cat stuff. So. It's probably like the, the, the catnip or something. Uh, it was the, called the feliner. The feliner, of course. It had like cat legs that came down, then it took off. It had like a tail and everything on it. And then they made the Thunderstrike and the Thunderhawk, and they had a few other like flying vehicles that they made afterwards. There's no way that they made a toy of that, that cat airplane thing. Feliner. Yeah, it was a yeah. toy. Well, in the old... Uh, uh, I don't know who did Thundercats originally, Mattel? I don't think it was. I think it was LJN, possibly. Oh, yeah, they had the Cat's Lair. Yeah. Cat's Lair was another great thing on the cartoon when they made that. It had a giant, like, stone cat head. Like, where did they make that from? <laughs> like, when they made that out of and carved that perfectly, like, it rotated and laser beam shot out of its eye. It was great. Thundercats are really good at making shit. Oh, yeah. In a short amount of time. They're great. Um, I did pre-order Chitara and Tigra from the Super 7 line because I missed out on Panthro. So I'll have them all except because I have Lino and Mumra, but I don't have uh, Panthro. So decided to commit to them because they are awesome. So you definitely need the the Thunder Tank. I do, Ken. You're going to buy it for me for my birthday. Okay. Pitch in, get a fun, get a GoFundMe going, and pitch in. All right, I got no wrestling. I got, I mean wrestling. I got no comic book news, but I do have one quiz question to end it. Uh, I don't know where Brock went. He left, but um, in these new, since we were talking about Kong and uh, Godzilla, and Justin probably cheated and went and looked these up. I didn't. I really wanted to because I don't know many of them, so I wanted to, but I didn't. According to the the movie universe, there's 17. Uh, titans or monsters roaming the earth at the time when it's there. Can you? Can we name any of them? Let's see, let's see how many we can actually name. Besides Godzilla and Kong. Okay. So there's Mothra. 
All right. Ghidra. Ghidra, yes. Gamera. No, Gamera. Gamera, the turtle with rocket legs. Nope, he's not in these movies. There's one that kind of looks like him that has like a mountainous back, and his name was uh, Methuselah, is what they called him in the movie. Okay. But uh, he's Rod- not Gamera. I think they own Gamera. Oh, Rodan? Rodan. Rodan's. Ken's just naming all the good ones, Justin. <laughs> Do, um, I don't know if they had a specific name. Do the Mudos count? The M-U-T-O? It's the third Mudo. Yep. Um, and then the rest forget they're so hard. There's one that here. there was one that was like a gorilla and a woolly mammoth. His name was like Behemoth. You yeah, know? some of those like weird creatures that they found on Kong Island. Then there was well, they weren't on Kong Island. They woke up in the movie. If I, you remember King of Monsters when Godzilla, like King Ghidorah, started, they all started waking up. One was a giant spider, like came out of the sand. Yeah, well, is that up. is that big deer elk thing? The bet big thing was called um, oh I can't remember. I forget which one it is here. There's one called Typhoon, Abaddon, Leviathan, Sargon, Bunny Ip, Bunny Nip, and the one I was surprised that I didn't. And then Mokali, Mimba. The one that I was surprised is apparently there was another like dragon monster that looked like King Ghidorah, and they were calling him Tiamat. Which oh, one? Oh, okay. Yeah, I know Tiamat. Page, they call him Tiamat. Now, Tiamat, for me, is the dragon from the animated Dungeons and Dragons movie. He had like nine heads or whatever. He was the Avenger used to fight. It's the only reason I know that name. So I was surprised they were using that. So there's another. There's a monster named Tiamat. Can you send me the link to the article you found these on, or did you like? I mean, I can go find it, but I don't know what the hell I did. I, I thought you were sitting there looking at it right there, so don't worry about it. No. All right, I'll find it. Okay. So, yeah, there you go. That's the end of it. That's all I got for you. Let's wrap it up. All right, everyone, please like, share, subscribe, invite, tell your friends, and have a great evening. Later. Later.